What's up, guys, and welcome back to the podcast. My name is Chavez, and if you are new here, welcome, welcome, welcome. Come on in, put your shit down, and let's talk. It's gotta be love. It's gotta be love. It's gotta be love. It's gotta be love. What is up, y'all? How y'all doing? How y'all feeling? Okay. On this good old Sunday, I hope y'all taking some much needed time for yourselves. And if you at work, make sure on your next off day, you take some time for you. Okay? You making time for everybody else but yourself. You, let's take care of us. And we getting out the house this year. We not going to be staying in the house listening to my voice all day, listening to whoever else y'all listen to voice all day. We getting outside. We 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 getting involved. Okay, we having fun this year. We are exploring and finding ourselves. And that means you got to get out and explore the world too, okay? But um, before we get into the episode, y'all know I like to do a good little life update. And not so much has been going on, honestly. Things are calming down a lot for me. Um, honestly, y'all know I'm wrapping up the semester, things are coming to a close and I'm excited for that and then you know I just got a couple more months to go and I'll be graduated but as far as my personal life things have slowed down a little bit because y'all know I was outside um just having fun and stuff and I'm still you know I'm still having fun or whatever it's just it slowed down because stuff has started to get busy and so I was tired okay I started going to sleep early and all of those things and so I ain't been texting my peeps you know my little pieces that I was talking to back lately so I ain't been texting them back as um often as I was in the beginning when I had a little more free time on my hands but you know it's time to get back to that because the summer is rolling around and i I don't think I'm going to end up having a graduate assistantship for the summer. So it seems like I'm going to be free other than going to class. So I think I'm, instead of being upset about not having my graduate assistant for the summer, I think I'm just going to enjoy that time off because I've been on the go for the past three years. And it, it's I, I need some rest because the spring break wasn't long enough. And it's time I, I take some time for me. Okay. So if I don't have a, a GA, I'm going to find something else to get into. I might just find nothing to get into and just rest. Shit. So now this episode, I titled it, You Cheated, I Stayed. And it's not directed towards anybody in particular. It just so happened, like I was watching um, Noah's Ark Shout out to Noah's Ark, um, Patrick Ian Polk, because it is coming back, and I am so excited. This is like one of the first ever gay shows that represented people of color, and I, growing up, that that show meant like a lot to me because I was able to see myself in those characters that was on the TV because growing up we didn't you know we didn't see one we didn't see a lot of gay people on the television screen and then on top of that we didn't see a lot of gay people who who were of color who was black like we it just wasn't a thing and so when I finally found his show like I was so happy I was excited and I just so happened to get on Instagram scrolling 
And I see that they're coming back. It is coming back this year. I don't know how it's going to look, what it's going to be like. Like, I remember how everything left off because um, they completed the show in two seasons. Well, I don't, I, maybe it got canceled. I don't know. But the show ended after two seasons, and then they had made a movie, uh, Noah's Ark junk, Jumping the Broom. And so I remember how that ended, and I can't wait to see how you know, he sums up all of that and bring us into their lives like today. And so I'm excited for that. But anyways, in one of the episodes on Noah's Ark, if you haven't watched the um the episodes or the seasons yet, I'm sorry. Spoiler alert. If you think you might want to watch it, don't listen to this part. It's not like it's going to ruin the whole thing for you, but you know, you probably would do better without knowing. Anyways, so in one of the episodes, Noah um, Noah is with his boyfriend, Wade, and they're at some point, they get into it. Um, they have a disagreement because Wade is wanting to go house hunting and Noah's like, like, you fresh out the closet. Like, you can't even admit to the realtor that we're a couple couple yet and you're trying to move in together and all of this, this, and that. Okay, this ain't got nothing to do with the topic, but I'm just giving y'all a backstory. So, Noah goes from um, viewing some house or whatever and then he goes to looking for his friend Ricky. And Ricky is supposedly at this sex party. So Noah shows up to the sex party to go look for his friend Ricky. And while he's up in the sex party looking for his friend Ricky, one of the guys who checked him in and, you know, gave him his towel or whatever the fuck they do in sex parties. The one who let him in ended up um, coming to his rescue because this other guy in there was trying to be real forceful with him, trying to force himself on Noah or whatever. And so the other guy came and he was just basically protecting him in a way. And he was like, you know, what are, uh, what you looking for? He was like, he looking for. Noah said he's looking for his friend. The other guy's like, do you see do you do you see anything else that you like type thing? And so he starts kissing on Noah's neck and Noah's like, no, um, whatever, whatever. Um, but he he never said he had a boyfriend. He never said it. But he didn't he didn't tell him to stop really either. Well, I guess he kind of did because he said he wasn't looking for nothing and the boy still kept kissing him, but he allowed it. You could It wasn't forceful. But anyways, after all of that went on, he ended up cheating on his boyfriend at the sex party with the guy. And so he comes home and um, no, Wade is trying to make it up to him. Wade had cooked this dinner or whatever, and he's apologizing. Like, I know I still have some growing to do. Like, I know I'm not completely comfortable with, you know, being out and all of this, this and that. But I I really love what we have going on. I want to move forward with you type thing. And so that jumps into my topic. So even, even though... um. Ah, you know, I'm not going to keep spoiling the show. So that leads into my topic. Noah, Noah cheated on Wade or whatever, and he came back home to his relationship. And so that got me thinking, you know, when you in these relationships and you find out that your boyfriend cheated, do you stay or do you go? 
You know, especially after you've invested feelings, time, like you came out of the closet for this person. Do you stay or do you go? So I'm going to be answering a couple questions in this episode um, just about about being um, in a relationship with someone who's uh, been unfaithful. So the questions start like, can a relationship truly be mended after infidelity? And if it can, how can both partners work towards forgiveness and healing after the infidelity? Is it possible for a relationship to be stronger after, you know, a partner cheated? Um, and what advice can I give to someone who is struggling with the decision of whether they want to stay or leave after being cheated on? So I'm going to dive right on into the first question. And I'm going to honestly say yes. Yes with conditions, but let me talk. I do think that a relationship can be mended after infidelity. But I also believe that it takes time, effort, and commitment from both partners. So both partners have to be willing to make this thing work, have to be willing to confront all of those feelings, all of those things that just went unsaid in their relationship, whatever it is that led them to this point. They have to be open to exploring that. And it can't be, you know, one-sided where one person wants to work on it a little more than other. You know, somebody wants to go to counseling. The other person doesn't think they need counseling. They think they can work it out together. Y'all have to come to some type of common ground about what it is that y'all are doing in this relationship and how are y'all going to move forward. And if y'all can't come to that common ground, I don't know that it can. But let's say that it do. How can both partners work towards forgiveness and healing? I this this is me because I know for me when somebody has betrayed my trust in a way like that, we would have to find some type of way to rebuild this trust. We need to um be making uh making more efforts to have better communication, talking about how we feel, talking about, you know, what we mean to each other, you know, all of those things. And that also goes into my next point. We also need to be able to rebuild that intimacy. We need to be able to rebuild that spark that we had in the beginning of our relationship. We we need to go back to that that point or that spot whenever that spark started to dim and see what changed, what went wrong. And then can we move forward? And and in no way, shape or form is this easy because it it sounds simple. You know, you say all these little words, rebuild trust, communication, intimacy, all of those things. It sounds like it's easy. But when you're going through the when you're going through heartbreak. You not you not thinking logically. You know what I'm saying? You you thinking from a hurt space. So no, it's not gonna be easy. And sometimes it's sometimes you're gonna have to put your pride aside and put, you know, all of this aside and 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 really just sit with yourself and to figure out if this is something that you want saved. And if it is, start working on those things. Because both partners also have to take responsibility for their part in whatever happened in this relationship, whatever caused this breakdown, 
figure out what that was. And if you can't pinpoint that particular thing, you know, just sit down and really think with yourself, what is it, you know, what is it that I wasn't given that this person felt the need to go get it from somebody else? And there's different type of cheating. There's different types of infidelity. You know, it it could be emotional. It could be physical. You know, it, it, it can be anything because cheating, I don't believe cheating is black and white. Cheating is one of those things that's that's gray. It's, it's nothing but gray because everybody has their own perception of what they believe cheating to be. And it might not be the same thing for everybody. So you have to find out if your version of cheating is also your partner's version of cheating. Because if they don't believe they actually cheated on you, then there's an issue in itself. You know what I'm saying? And that's a conversation y'all maybe should have had in the beginning. But sometimes... Sometimes we don't. Sometimes we don't talk about all the things that we should have talked about in the beginning. Sometimes we don't know what we don't know. You know what I'm saying? Because how can you have a conversation about something that you don't really know? You at the beginning of this new relationship, you you hoping and praying that this person would never cheat on you. You don't think that they would. And so you don't think to have that conversation. But sometimes it's worth having. But I want that person who decided to cheat they need to start taking some type of steps to earn that partner's trust back. It it needs to be some type of open, honest, and transparent moment where that person takes accountability for their actions. Like, I, I, I know that I went wrong here. I know that I shouldn't have stepped outside of our relationship. But, you know, this, this, and this. And honestly, I, you know, I just said, but right there, I hate when people trying to apologize and trying to uh, speak on some things and they hit me with a but, especially when it involves my emotions. So watch, watch that but word, because don't be out here trying to justify your actions. Now, you could say why you made this choice, but don't try to justify your actions while trying to apologize because that takes away from one, the sincerity and one, it, it feels like deflection. It feels like deflection. I, I don't like that butt stuff. And if you or your partner decides that y'all need some type of therapy, that's okay too. It's normal. Couples go to therapy all the time. It is normal. And because everybody won't be able to make it through certain situations on their own. And if you both can agree to going and receiving some type of therapy and some type of help from a mental health professional, that's even better because our work as mental health professionals is to create that safe space so that people can talk about the most vulnerable emotions that people can talk about and, and learn to communicate effectively in a safe space, because sometimes it might not always be safe, you know, to, to talk about these things at home 
because all y'all do is yell at each other. Y'all don't know how to effectively communicate with each other. Y'all not really listening to each other to understand. Y'all listening to each other to respond. Everybody, both of y'all are on the defensive. You know, the person that's cheated is over here justifying why they cheated. And the other person is over here. You know, they hurt. They calling you all at your name and all of this. And so nobody's hearing each other. So sometimes you got to sit down with somebody else who's who's just neutral, somebody who has no stakes in this relationship. And and I get I, I say that to say, don't involve your family and friends in everything. Because it's hard for family and friends to give you objective advice because they too close to it. They either too close to you, too close to your partner or, you know, they just equally as close to both of y'all. So they're not able to give, you know, the best advice or they're not always able to take their personal issues or their not. Well, I guess you could say personal issues, just their personal opinions out of it, because when it comes to therapy, it don't matter what the hell I think about what it is that y'all are going through, what. It don't matter how I think about y'all's experience or y'all's situation. It's all about what y'all think. And that's what you don't always get from family and friends. So I just say be cautious when it comes to involving other people, especially if y'all decide that y'all want to work it out. Because family and friends, hold they hold grudges. They hold grudges. And you can't have everybody in your business, okay? That's all I'm going to say. And I do think it's possible for relationships to be stronger after infidelity. But you have to keep utilizing those skills and being open and honest and continue to communicate effectively even after, you know, y'all have addressed the situation. Y'all have gone through therapy. Y'all have done whatever whatever the work was that y'all needed done. Y'all have done that. You have to continue to do that work because that's how most people get in that position in the first place. At some point, they become too comfortable and things become too routine. Things They start to forget all of the work that they put in to become partners relationships are something that you have to work at. You can't just come into a relationship and then two years down the line say, you know, this is just, you know, this is routine. This is everything. Everything is everything. You know what I'm saying? Where things just start to become repetitive and there's no more excitement. Y'all not doing nothing with each other no more. Y'all don't really see each other outside of going to sleep. You know what I'm saying? When those things start to change, those things start to create issues. Those things start to create distance. So I will say that at the end of the day, whether or not a relationship can be saved or mended after some type of infidelity depends on the individuals involved. It depends on the two people who are in that relationship. You know, I ain't even going, we ain't going to say two because, you know, some people probably out here. It depends on the people that are in the relationship. And it also, and it, people forget about this sometimes, it also depends on the extent of the infidelity. 
because some things, some some things are a little harder to work past. Some things are a little harder to forgive, and you won't always be able to get back to that that space, especially if you've allowed that particular experience to taint your um, perspective of that person, your perspective of that relationship. So, you know, cheating with, you know, after a night of drinking out with the guys and accidentally slipping into some pussy, that's 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 a different type of cheat versus I've been having an affair with this person off and on for a year or two. You know, th- those are two, two, two different type of things, two different type of hurts, two different type of cheating. You know, it, it feels different. It looks different. Because at I don't know. I don't know, y'all, because I, I'm getting a little angry just thinking about it because I can only imagine, only imagine. And I'm sorry for whoever might be listening to this. This might be triggering to um triggering to you. I apologize, but this is a topic that I do believe needs to be discussed. It it baffles me. And it scares me when it comes to relationships, the fact that somebody could be in a committed relationship and also be out here cheating or having an affair. We're going to call it an affair for a year, for months. That amazes me. That baffles me. It The thought of somebody doing that to me, I truly and, you know, as therapists, like I said, we take our personal opinions out of this, but y'all know I'm getting more personal on this uh, season. I I don't think I could ever come back from that. And if I'm being completely honest, I think I would step away from relationships for a while after experiencing something like that. Because that's like a hurt like none other. Because you started thinking back over your relationship and it all feels like a lie. It feels fake. It... That... Yeah, mm. that shit there. That, mm. woo child. And again, it uh, it also includes emotional cheating, physical cheating. It all feels different. It all looks different, especially for different people. We are the, a diverse group of people. We all don't conceptualize certain situations the same, and that's okay too. Because what's good for you might not be good for me, and vice versa. And Once you have gotten all of that information and you know that this is something that you want to prepare, I mean, want to repair or something that you don't want to repair, vocalize that, have open communication with both partners, I mean, with each other and just go with the next step, go with the next step. If you think the next step for for y'all is to have a sit down conversation and or separate or go to therapy, whatever it is, make sure y'all make sure y'all do that. Because I, you know, I'm a firm believer in love and you do what you have to do for you. As long as you are not keeping yourself in a toxic situation where this relationship is completely unhealthy. You do what you have to do, okay? If that means leave, if that means stay, do what you have to do. 
I just I, I don't encourage abusive relationships, uh, whether it's emotionally, physically, mentally, none of that. I don't believe in it. I, I don't like to see it. Look, if, if that is you, get out of it. Get out of it. I understand it's not easy. It's hard, especially, you know, when you are in a relationship and you are afraid for your life. You are afraid that if you leave, your life might be in jeopardy. And that's a great possibility because a lot of times with domestic violence, this it runs deep. It runs deep. And as a mental health professional, I don't want to ever or future mental health professional, I don't want to ever encourage somebody to leave a relationship and something happens to them because they decided to leave. Mm -mm. Yeah, I didn't, I don't even know how I got into domestic violence. Well, let me get back on topic. <laughs> um, Yeah, dom domestic violence victims just have a special place in my heart and I... It, it just, it hurts to see people go through that. It hurts to see people torn down, broken down through something of that sort. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's a different type of hurt. And I thank God I've never experienced it. And I won't ever experience it because at the first sign that somebody might be mentally, verbally or physically abusive or emotionally, I'm out the door. I don't play that. I'm sorry. I don't play it. I don't play it. Um, I've seen it. I, 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 yeah, I don't play with that stuff. So my advice to whoever it is that might be struggling with making the decision of whether they should stay or leave after being cheated on is to start right here. Decide whether, and, and, and you ain't got to make this decision immediately, but at some point you need to decide whether you want to save this relationship. I want you to reflect on this relationship before the cheating, before the infidelity, how good was this relationship? Was it a lot of lying? Was it a lot of the keeping the phone face down? You know, was it a lot of sneaky behavior? Was it any of that? Or was everything good and then something happened? You know, decide whether this is something that you want to save, something that you want to work on, something that you want to put more time into. Because like my good friend said on the ghosting podcast episode, she said time is one of the most precious things to her because that the, that is one of the things that you cannot get back. So to sit here and waste your time or waste another person's time is not cool. And honestly, after having that conversation with her through that podcast episode, it just really got me, you know, thinking like I really don't want to waste no more of my time. Whether it's doing something I don't enjoy, doing something I don't love, or or just being and involving myself with somebody that's that I know isn't for me or that I know you know, isn't good for me. That just helped me see things differently. And if y'all haven't listened to that episode, 
definitely go check out the ghosting episodes honestly it's one of my most popular episodes on the podcast actually i think it's number two but um yeah it's figure it out for you it's cheating something that you can forgive and move on from and i don't mean fake forgive y'all get back together and you constantly throwing it back in these in this person face or whatever whatever and I, I'm not saying forgive and forget because I don't believe in that. I'm saying forgive and move forward. You ain't got to forget about it, but move forward. It ain't got to be something that you bring up all the time. It ain't got to be something that you throw in this person's face, whatever, whatever it is. Is it something that you can move on from? And if it isn't, I think that's your decision right there. Because cheating for everybody isn't something that's forgivable. Cheating for everybody isn't something that they can move forward with because they're going to always have this tainted view in their mind. And that's okay, too. You do whatever it is that you need to do for you. Because at this point, you get to be selfish. You get to decide whether this is something that you want in your life is this something that's gonna be good for you or is this something that's gonna be bad for you do you think that y'all gonna end up right in this same situation over again ask yourself them questions sometimes you, you just gotta sit with yourself you gotta sit with yourself and i'm gonna reiterate again as a part of the advice portion do not do not, and I repeat, do not involve overly opinionated family or friends. Oh my God. I that this this right here, overly opinionated family and friends will have you making the wrong choice for yourself. And you have to realize that you are the one that have to end, I mean live your life. You are the one that has to be happy with the decision that you made. That other person, they, they ain't got to live with whatever decision it is that you make. You do. So make that decision for you, not for nobody else. For you. Not even for the relationship for you. Make that decision for you. I'm emphasizing it. Okay? Because I, I understand you might need somebody to talk to, but you you got to be able to, you got to talk to those people who you know not going to give you no, one, they're not going to give you no bullshit advice. Two, they're not going to overly involve themselves in whatever it is that you got going on. You know what I'm saying? Because there's... The, the, as as family and as friends, we don't like to see our people hurt. And so we do say, girl, you just need to leave him. Like, uh, you know, you don't need to be with nobody that's cheating on you and blah, 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 blah and all of this, this and that. Yeah, all, all of that may very well be true. But if that's what if that's not the decision that you want to make for yourself. You ain't got to you ain't got to make that decision because somebody else told you to. Like I said, if you're not being um, if you're not being abused or harmed in any type of way in that relationship, you decide on whether you want to save this relationship, whether y'all can move forward and work things out for the better. 
You decide that. You get to dictate how you handle your situation, not nobody else. And allow yourself to feel all of your emotions. Feel everything. Because it, it's, it's so easy, especially if you've lived like that your whole life, to push, push down all of your emotions and just keep, keep it pushing. Cause you know, in the in the in the black community, that's 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 one of the things I feel like we trained to do growing up. Um, and I ain't speaking for everybody, but I'm speaking for my community and the people that I was raised around. All of that, cause I know how people like to get offended because they experience things different. But whatever, I'm generalizing to the community that I grew up with. We taught to not express emotion, especially black men. We talk to not feel these things. So sometimes when we do end up in situations like this, we don't know how to vocalize how we feel. We don't know how to vocalize that we've been hurt in a way that we feel like it's unforgivable. We don't always know how to do that. And we have to we have to take our time and process our emotions and we have to learn that. And that's why I do encourage therapy if you know that you're this type of person where you don't really know what it is you're feeling. You don't know how to put a label to it. You don't know how to fi- name what you're feeling. If that if you can't figure it out on your own, do not be afraid to go get help. Don't be afraid to go to therapy. It works. There's a reason for it. It wouldn't exist if it if it didn't work. It wouldn't exist if it wasn't a thing that would really help you through what you're experiencing. And to throw all of this stigma, throw all of that stigma shit to the side, throw all of the uh, the myths that we heard about therapy growing up. No, you don't have to be crazy to go receive therapy or counseling. OK, even if you're not actively going through nothing. You know, you think you just living your best life. It it don't it don't hurt to go to therapy, get a little checkup. You know what I'm saying? We you shouldn't go to the doctor or matter of fact, we're going to use this example. You shouldn't wait until your car stops running. You're supposed to do your maintenance every so often on your car so it never gets to that point where it just stops running. You got to go get that tune-up every so often. You got to go get that oil change every so often. You got to put gas in your car every so often. And that's the same way you need to treat your mental health, your physical health, all of that. And in the black community, sometimes we don't even want to go to the hospital for our physical health. You know you got high blood pressure, but you still over here eating these pig feet. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you over here eating this turkey neck and all this crawfish, and you, you know you got high blood pressure. It's just time for us to start taking care of ourselves, okay, all around, physical and mental, mm. all around, <sighs> and even spiritual. Got to throw that up in there, too, because that's important for some people out there. Um, consider all the facts, consider all the facts. Once you sit down, you have this conversation, you done confronted your partner, you done asked the questions that you needed to ask. And now you sitting with yourself, sitting with your therapist, sitting with your friend, consider all of the facts when 
you trying to make your decision. Okay? Consider everything. And honestly, I ain't even I ain't even trying to hold y'all too long. It I ain't even time started flying and stuff. But that's why I'm a, that's why I'm gonna leave leave my advice. Decide whether or not you want to re- save the relationship. Is cheating something that you can forgive and move on from? You don't have to forget, but is it something that you can move on from? Don't involve overly opinionated family or friends. Allow yourself to feel your emotions. Don't push them down. Process them. Don't be afraid to get help. Don't be afraid to go to therapy. And last but not least, consider all of the facts. Consider everything that happened, how the relationship was in the beginning. Uh, not necessarily be the beginning, but, you know, the the span of the relationship. Cons- consider all of that. Okay? And make the best decision that you can for yourself. Because at the end of the day, you are the one that has to live with that decision. And, or, I mean, unless you have kids, then, you know, things look a lot different when kids are involved. So make the best decision for you and your kids. And if you're single, make the best decision for you. Okay? It it ain't always going to be easy. Hell, it, it ain't never going to be easy when it's involving heartbreak emotions, especially infidelity and cheating. Like, that, that is a heartbreak like none of them. I, I remember going through my first heartbreak, and it broke me down. I had never felt that low in my life. Um... I thank God I haven't experienced anything to that extent since then, but that broke me down. And so I understand what heartbreak feels like. I might not understand what being cheated on feels like, but I understand heartbreak. So I I I really think that if, any of you who are listening or is going through this currently and y'all are currently trying to figure out if you want to stay or if you want to leave or if you made the right decision on whichever way that you decided to go. I, I believe I believe that you have everything in you to know that you made the right decision for yourself or to make the right decision for yourself. And if you've gotten to that place where you don't trust yourself, I think that gives you an answer because I don't think you can truly be in a relationship openly and fully if you don't trust yourself while being in that relationship. And this is not saying y'all have to completely end it forever. You know, people come back around all the time. But I do know that you can't successfully navigate a relationship if you don't know who you are. If you don't trust yourself to make the right decision. Or if you don't trust yourself to make a decision. (sighs) Yeah, y'all. 
this is this was one of those topics I had to just get into. And Noah's Ark, that show, oh Jesus. It I love the show. Love the show. Great, great show. Great representation. Love all of it. But ooh, child. Noah put way through some things, honey. Through some things. But um, y'all know what I like to do before I end the episode. We gotta do our song. We gotta do the song, the song, the song. What song have I been having on repeat? I'm saying it like I don't already know. Cause this time I'm prepared, y'all. I got my phone in my hand. And I kind of wrote it down. Okay. So lately I have been listening to Mirror by Ro- Madison Ryan Ward. And I only ran across this song because this guy that I just so happen to see on Instagram every so often when I'm scrolling through reels, he sung this song and I was like, damn, like I got to hear the original song because I want to know if it sounds the same because, you know, some people put their own little twist on it. And when I heard her sing the song, I mean, he sung it damn good. But when I heard her sing the song, I was like, yeah, this this song right here. Um, very powerful song, and I honestly think it fits the the theme of the the episode. And it is very unintentional. It's just something I've been having on repeat. I get in the tub, and I will literally put this song on, and then press the repeat button and listen to it. Listen to it until I get out of the shower. It's that good. And I don't know why I do that because I'll be wearing the songs out. But you know what I like to do? I likes to play the song so that y'all can hear it. And then we're going to process a little bit. We're going to talk about it, okay? So here's the beginning. Let me turn this thing up. You took my heart And gave it a home We made it through the aching parts and I gave you my soul Oh, we tried to kill the pain oh, And heal these scars But now love has had its say And we're moving apart Woo! I know that song hit, hit y'all right in the feels. And y'all can't say that it didn't. Because, baby, it got me feeling. It's one of those songs where... And I, I I don't really know how she completely interprets it. But this is how this is how I interpret the song. I interpret the song as... Finally being in that space of being in that place... Where you found somebody that you enjoy being around, that you feel safe with. And so you've gotten to that place of love. So in the beginning of the song, she says, you took my heart and gave it a home. And I I take that, that for me is that comfort, comfortability piece. With you, I feel, I feel safe. With you, I feel like home. And then she says, we made it through the aching parts. 
and I gave you my soul. So even though we had a few bumps in the road along the way, it allowed me to love you just a little bit deeper. And so I gave you an even more deeper part of me. I gave you my soul. But then she turns around and she says, we tried to kill the pain and heal these scars, but now love has had its say and we're moving apart. And that's that part where you tried, y'all tried to work through the things. And even though you have so much love for this person and there's some type of safety and comfortability there, you know, y'all know that it's slowly drifting apart. It's not what it used to be. And that song, it just, it hits deep. It really does. Um, It makes me think back on some things. And, um, yeah, if y'all... Y'all should just check the song out. Look, y'all, yeah, I got the song got me all in my feelings right now. But just check the song out. It's really a good song. And honestly, after listening to this song, I really need to go check on check out her other songs because I love her voice, the tone, the everything. Oh, <sighs> yeah, she mm, she did her thing on this one. So check her out. The song is called Mirror. It's by Madison Ryan Ward. So check her out. And let me know what y'all think Because I I mean And if y'all got some good song suggestions too Hit me up in the DMs Because I love music Okay I love a good playlist And I'm gonna start sharing my playlist with y'all I really think y'all might enjoy that Hmm Yeah I think I'm gonna start doing more than one song Yeah we might start doing more than one song Okay we I'm gonna figure, I'm gonna figure out the logistics but yeah, I'm going to start sharing my playlist with y'all on my podcast Instagram. And I'll also link whatever that week's um, uh, playlist or song or whatever it is that I talk about. I'll link those in the description of the podcast episode so that y'all can get to it. Because I know some of y'all, y'all, y'all music heads like me, especially when it comes to R&B and don't let it be 90s. Okay. Ooh, take me back. Mm, mm, mm. All right, I'm going to let y'all go because I was not trying to be here this long. Just remember, if y'all want to talk to me, y'all have anything to say or just need advice or whatever it is, y'all want to see what I'm doing and what I'm up to, y'all can follow me on my personal Instagram page, which is which will be linked in the bio. I mean, linked in the description. And you can follow me on my podcast Instagram where I'm going to be more active, okay? I'm going to be more active. I'm going to be posting um, little things on there. So if y'all need me in the meantime, in between time, hit me up. Because y'all already know that anything we talk about stays between you and me. I'll see y'all next week. Bye, y'all.